In this week's parasha, we learn about the halacha of Are Miklat. The Torah says, if someone kills another person inadvertently, he has to take refuge in one of the cities designated as Are Miklat, and he will not be released from there until the Kohen Gadol dies. The Mishnah Masech Desmaka says something fascinating. The mother of the Kohen Gadol brought food and clothing to these refugees in the Ir Miklat, so they should not daven that her son, the Kohen Gadol, to die and thereby gain their freedom. Then the Gemara brings a second version. The mother of the Kohen Gadol used to bring food to the prisoners so that they should daven. What should they daven for? That her son should not die and live a long life. This second version seems very bizarre. Why would the longevity of the Kohen Gadol depend on the prayers of these prisoners? Furthermore, if the life of the Kohen Gadol is contingent on prayer, and that's why the mother of the Kohen Gadol had to appease them with food, why would she choose these refugees specifically as the ones to do the praying? Why not hire some righteous people, find a coil somewhere in B'nai Barak or Meisha to pray on behalf of her son? And perhaps the reason the mother of the Kohen Gadol pleaded with the people of the Ari Miklat to Davan is because according to the first version of the Mishnah, where she bribed them not to Davan that her son the Kohen Gadol should die, the Gemara had a fundamental problem with that. How can we ask a Jew not to Davan? Yidin are called Yehudim, because we are constantly Davening and praising and giving gratitude to Hashem. The Chedush Arim says, the root of the word Yehudi is Haidah giving thanks. We are continuously expressing our thanks and appreciation to Hashem. Therefore, the mother of the Kohen Gadol could not ask those refugees to go against their nature and not daven, because the character and the instinct of a Jew is to daven. That's why she had to appease them, so they will daven on behalf of our son, that he should have a richas But the question remains, why did the mother of the Kohen Gadol seek out specifically these Jews in the Aramiklat? Why not hire tzaddik and pious people to pray on behalf of our son? So let's understand, what type of tefillah is most likely to get answered? We see in Kriya Shema, Ula avdoi We are obligated to serve Hashem with all our heart. The Gemara asks, Which service is done with the heart? Says the Gemara, Zehu tefillah. Prayer is done with the heart. What does that mean? What's the connection between your heart and prayer? So there's a famous Gemara in Yuma that says that one of the tefillahs that the Kohen Gadol davens on Yom Kippur when he enters the Kodesh HaKadoshim is that if there are any people traveling on the road and they pray that it should not rain, that Hashem should not heed their calls. The tefillah of the Kohen Gadol is to implore Hashem to rather listen to the prayers of the masses and bring forth the rains. And this is very bizarre. Why would we need the Kohen Gadol, the holiest person on the holiest day, Yom Kippur, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the holiest place in the world, to neutralize some peddler's tefillah traveling on a highway somewhere, praying that it shouldn't rain, when all of Klal Yisrael wants it to rain? Why would we think that this traveler's tefillah has such power that we need the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur to nullify his prayers? And the answer is really profound. It's because that person's tefillahs becomes more effective and more potent, the more heart and intent he puts into it. When a person is in the midst of an extreme crisis, his back is up against the wall, then that type of tefillah emanates from the depths of his heart. 
A tefillah from that particular yachid has such potency that it can nullify all of the prayers from the rabbim. Now we understand why tefillah is called avoid the Because the efficacy of tefillah depends on how much heart you put into it. It's true that all the people that are praying for rain also pray with great intent. But it's not with the same urgency and determination that this peddler on the road, as he knows that if it starts raining right now, not only will he get drenched, he will lose all of his possessions. So he puts his whole heart and soul into his davening. And that is why it has such potency. Therefore, the only way to negate this tefillah is to bring on the nuclear bomb, the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, to offset this prayer. The mother of the Kohen Gadol could have commissioned any group in Klai Yisrael to pray on behalf of our son. However, it wouldn't be as effective as these people sitting incarcerated in the Irmiklat. These prisoners are in a state of hopelessness and despair, having been away from their families for many years, for committing an unintentional crime. They are in a state of desperation. Such prayers emanate from the depths of their hearts. And that is why it has such tremendous clout. Knowing and understanding their power, the mother of the Kohen Gadol pleaded with them, I know that you will be davening, because innately that is what a Jew does. And gaining your freedom is the only thing on your mind. But rather than davening for my son to die, I will bring you food and clothing so that you should please pray that he should live. We all have things that we need to daven for. Unfortunately, we don't have a Kohen Gadol. We don't have a Beis HaMikdash. We don't have a Kodesh HaKadoshim. But we still have the power of tefillah. Avoid the Shabalev. The more heart and determination we put into our tefillahs, the more effective they will be. And now we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.